Good morning, everyone. Today is Friday, October 23rd. We're in Psalm 48 today, and Psalm 48 is one of those psalms that is is wholeheartedly a Jewish psalm. It, it focuses on the city of Jerusalem, uh, and it focuses on proclaiming the good news that God dwells with his people in the city of Jerusalem, um, and that the fact that God dwells with his people brings incredible joy to his people. This song was likely used during one of the pilgrimage festivals when the people of God would celebrate God, such as the, the Feast of Tabernacles. And the hymn begins by praising him as the great king who has chosen to reside with his people. And in it, in verse 1, it references the city of our God, which of course is Jerusalem. And in verse 1, and verse 2, sorry, it refers to Mount Zion. And Mount Zion is synonymous with the city of God. It refers to Jerusalem as well. Uh, it talks about the beauty of Mount Zion. And the reason why it calls it be beautiful is not because it's physically beautiful. Uh, it calls it beautiful because this is where the Lord dwells with his people. And wherever the Lord dwells, uh, he causes that place to be absolutely beautiful. And so verse 1 to 3 is a call for people to praise God, their great king. And in verse 4 to 11, uh, the psalmist gives reasons for why God is worthy of the praise that he calls for in verse 1 to 3. In verse 4, it says, For behold, the kings assembled, they came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded, they were in panic, they took to flight. What is he talking about? Well, he's referencing back to verse 3 where it says God has made himself known as a fortress. So it's talking about the nations of the earth, the kings of the earth coming together against God and against his people, coming against the city of God. And when they came against the city of God, they realized he was a fortress, he was a stronghold, and he was able to repel their attacks so easily, they were defeated, and basically it caused them to be astounded by God's power. It caused them to panic and they took up flight and they ran because of God's protection for his people. So this is a, a celebration of the ease with which the Lord can repel attacks against his people. And John Calvin, when he was reflecting on Psalm 48, uh, he had these words to say about it. He said, let us remember that a nod alone on the part of God is sufficient to deliver us. And that although our enemies may be ready to fall upon us on every side to overwhelm us, it is in his power, whenever he pleases, to strike them with an amazement of spirit, and thus to make their hearts fail in a moment in the very midst of their efforts against us. Let this reflection serve as a bridle to keep our minds from being drawn away to look in all directions for human aid. Calvin is rejoicing over the power of God, how easy it is for him to have victory over our enemies. And he says that that should remind us that we never need to look anywhere else. We don't need to look for human help because God is so powerful. You know, when the ungodly see God's power, it causes them to flee. 
But when the godly see his power, it causes them to rejoice. And that's what we see in verse 8 to 11. The godly are rejoicing over the power of their God, and it actually causes them to meditate on not just his power, but other attributes about him. We see that it talks of his steadfast love and his righteousness. And this is a natural response that the godly would have. The power of God makes us stand in awe of him and meditate on him and consider him. The psalm ends in verse 12 to 14, and it ends with a call that is relevant to the Jews, as relevant as it is to followers of Christ nowadays. It says, tell the next generation of God's power. You know, the reality is that we speak of what it is that we are in awe of. So if we are in awe of God's power and it causes us to meditate as we see in this psalm, we will readily share the the beautiful news of God with the next generation. And that, of course, includes our children. What we are in awe of, we want other people to know about. So let's make him known to the next generation. And as verse 14 says, Make it known that this is God. He is our God forever and ever, and he will guide us forever.